listening to Florida Songwriters Association Podcast. Your main source for music industry news, networking, and business education. Welcome to Florida Songwriters Association Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Lane, and my guest today is Mr. Jack Foreman, president of Bicoastal Productions. And we will be discussing how COVID-19 has affected artist bookings and live concert venues. Jack, thank you for being on our podcast and tell our listeners about yourself. Thank you, Steve. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'm the president of Bicoastal Productions. We're a uh, mid-sized talent agency in New York City. Uh, I'm currently actually working from the Jersey Shore, home with my family, uh, during this turbulent and interesting time for venues and for artists and everything in between. And uh, we represent a very wide variety of different shows, whether it's uh, pop, classic rock, stage, theatrical, dance, a little bit of just about everything. So we're, uh, we're certainly across the board. Excellent. So how has COVID-19 affected artist bookings in the music industry? It hasn't been good. I mean, we, uh, we've definitely had to adjust to a very difficult and strange new reality of, uh, of what it means for us to work. You know, our artists were so used to going out on the, on the road for many weeks of the year, and now they're stuck at home, you know, just kind of waiting for this to end. But uh, thankfully, we've been really working a lot with them to try to find alternative ways of reaching their audience and, you know, staying connected with, with their, you know, their co-artists, their, uh, their international fans, just about everybody. And, you know, finding new streams of revenue for them has really been one of our main focuses. I can imagine how creative talent agencies have to be to continue to help the artists generate revenues during these crises. It's time to take a quick break, and our first song will be Staying Alive. When I feel like giving up, that's when I go hard. And when I can't sleep at night, I reach for a star. They try to lock my mind down, but I think through the bars, they can't stop me now. So in recording, I don't pee. Strictly business, speak from the kidneys, make them listen so they hear me. You say he looks like T.I., but you see I be like really. I've been in it for a grip. I goes in like I'm dead. I admit I'm afraid to dip, but I'm not living like I'm scared. That's the difference about me. Ask about me. Devil for dishonor. Gotta turn around and ask somebody, how can I go harder? Plus, I got a son and daughter who mimic what they bother do. I can't trick it by the town, but cutting on what your partner do. Doing what you ought to write and thinking about tomorrow. Different ways to make it harder. Make a dollar, make them fall. Get it. When I feel like giving up, that's when I go hard. And when I can't sleep at night, I reach for a star. They try to lock my mind down, but I think through the bars, they can't stop me now. You, you, you 
can say American. Walk with nuts of an elephant. Feeling ain't no measurement to this hell of a regiment. No duplicate is arrogant. 100 degrees lit. My artery is pumping cement. Cut me, I bleed bricks. I'm, I'm, I'm focused out to get it with every lyric submitted. Switch the civic to a billet. New candy cover the acrylic. Been surviving the business. Killing and going hard. So impatient for my payday. Spilling them candy balls. I'm a beast. See blood in the water, that's when I feast. Shocker, vibing off energy, I release. Stay away from the frivolous, my survival is limitless. Though I'm keeping my image up, my position ain't big enough. When I feel like giving up, that's when I go hard. And when I can't sleep at night, I reach for a star. They try to lock my mind down, but I think through the falls, they can't stop me now. Association Podcast, your main source for music industry news, networking, and business education. Welcome back, and that was Staying Alive. My guest today is Mr. Jack Foreman, president of Bicoastal Productions, and we are discussing how COVID-19 has affected artist bookings and live concert venues. Jack, how's your company adapting and what are your plans for the future? Well, as I said, I mean, we're all working from home nowadays, so it's uh, definitely a new dynamic for us. But the good news is it's 2020, so we have the ability to do such things. And uh, we're just staying really connected with our artists. And we're planning as far out as 2022. Thank God we've been able to reschedule quite a number of our shows and really get them <clears throat> at least to stay on the map in some capacity. But, uh, you know, it's really changed the way that we go about our day-to-day. I can't lie to you. I mean, we're constantly conferring with other agents, with other artists, and working with our venues on a lot more of a hands-on fashion. And, uh, you know, really also trying to coach our artists on 
things like virtual performances and alternative things like that. So it's a lot of what we never used to do, but um, I think staying busy is important for us and we've definitely enjoyed having that to our advantage. Yeah, I was just about to ask you about the virtual concerts. Um, tell us more about that, how you guys all plan on doing that for the future towards sure. uh, artists. Yeah, I mean, we're until the venues open up, we want our artists to stay busy and we want them to stay performing and ideally earning money at the same time. And uh, nowadays, there's enough platforms out there that allow them to do such things and monetize it pretty nicely uh, with minimal tech. And we've actually partnered with a platform called Veeps that was created for artists and for venues. And we're, we're not only working with our artists on it, but also talking to a lot of the venues we work with and saying, hey, you know, you guys may not have, you know, the ability to fill your house anymore, but uh, we could definitely still use the stage. You know, we could stage some live shows that are coming from your venue and maybe we just have a virtual audience instead. I mean, it's not ideal, but at the same time, you, you have to you have to be creative and you have to do something with it. And, uh, you know, things like Veeps have really taken off like crazy as a result of the pandemic. And uh, it was uh, it was really a godsend for us. And we were happy to partner with them. They're good people. And our artists have been really excited about it. You know, giving them something to look forward to and to you know, stay creatively stimulated on is really it's a really important thing for us. Uh, let's talk about if an artist is looking to get represented by Bicoastal Productions, what are your requirements for them? It has to be the right fit. You know, we have to, we're not, we're going to say no to an artist that really doesn't gel with uh, the types of agents we are and the types of venues we work with. I mean, we are always open to expanding our, our repertoire and, you know, the types of places that we're working with. But if it's something that's way too far-fetched where we'd have to spend, um, quite a number of years really developing, it may not be the right fit. So that's usually the first and foremost thing we worry about is right fit. But uh, we definitely are not going to beat around the bush with somebody. We are looking for people who are able to move tickets, who are able to build a fan base and who have an existing fan base and really have that great work ethic, who aren't just going to stop working once they have an agent, who are really going to work twice as hard to make sure that we have all the tools we need to keep booking shows because having a booking agent is really what you make it. And if you, if, if you really get serious about it and you're in regular contact and you're, you know, you're still handling all the other aspects of your career, there's a lot that can be done with that. And, uh, you know, I, I'm more likely to say no to something that, uh, than say yes to it. And I think most agents are, it's just really, it's about keeping our roster tight yet also being open-minded. I'm never afraid to look at any artist. If, uh, something interesting comes along, I'll happily look at it and, even if it's not the right fit, I, I may still want to get in touch just so I can know the person. Um, or I know uh, if a manager gets in touch with me and says, you know, I've got a bunch of clients and, uh, you know, maybe this one isn't right, but maybe another one is. So it never hurts to have these conversations, but we have gotten more selective over the years. And we, at the same time, we, we never discourage people from reaching out and sending us what they got. So when you say fan base, you're more you're looking more towards the social media platform to see how many followings they have, and um, is that what you guys are looking for? Not necessarily. You know, I mean, we we do a ton of work with artists who don't have much of a social media uh, following at all. They may have just a big fan base somewhere where they've really done a lot of grassroots work. Um, or a hometown following that's really strong. And we look at things like stream data too, and we look at ticket sales data. That's a big one because we have to be able to keep it realistic in our own minds as we're doing this. 
So there's a lot that goes into it, but, you know, social media obviously is a big help. If you've got a huge following that, you know, you can really call on whenever you're doing something, it's, it's tremendous. So it could be an indie artist that's looking to be represented by an agency that has a nice following and they come to buy coastal production and say, Hey, you know, I've, I've got a nice following and and I'm a big fish in a small pond in my small town and several uh, markets. Uh, You'll consider them. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I want, I want people who, you know, who are on the rise, you know, who we don't have to babysit and handhold from day one. We want people who are equally as motivated to work hard and get out there and not be afraid of the word no, because we certainly aren't afraid of it. We hear it all the time and every agent does, and it's just becomes more, more motivation to get it right. I think this information that you're giving us is going to be helpful for the, uh, our indie artist, and we want to really thank you for that. It's now time for our second song called Super Karma Sutra by Justin Kinslaw.
listening to Florida Songwriters Association Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back, and our guest today is Mr. Jack Foreman, president of Bicoastal Productions. Jack, do you work with indie artists, and what phase of their career would you sign them? Uh, I don't work with too many indie artists nowadays. I do work with some. You know, like I said, I like to be selective because I want to be able to dedicate the right amount of time and energy and effort into all the artists I work with. You know, my my background is heavily with indie artists when I was uh, coming up in several agencies in college and a little bit after that. But nowadays we really, we really do better with acts that are suited towards performing arts centers, casinos and um, larger clubs and international types of things. But uh, again, we are not opposed to it. If something that we really are passionate about comes along that we really get excited about, we'll certainly give it a shot. Absolutely. Good to know. It's time to thank our sponsor, Bicoastal Productions, for sponsoring Florida Songwriters Association Podcast, Episode 5. You can contact Bicoastal Productions at www.bicoastalproductions.com. It's now time for our final song called Sky is Falling by 3AM Tokyo, featuring Christine. Say a prayer, the world is taking flight. The sky is falling, all the Shows was back, and I was so high speed that, that there was no stop. And all of my relations, they soon ran out of patience. And just like Michael, the man in the middle started changing. I was on top of the world, playing too many girls from city to city. Couldn't help myself because they so pretty. Started feeling myself, forgot everyone else. Had a meeting with God, he set me straight to hell. alone in the dark and wonder what went wrong these walls are caving in the goes and all around it like water feeling my lungs it feels just like i'm drowning i was on top of the world what happened to all the girls the dolls the money it ain't nobody rocking with me there's a devil inside eating up my soul take a hold of my mind i'm about to lose it all
Running on borrowed time. I know the clock is ticking, but soon you see me rise. I bet you I'll be winning. Finally, I can breathe. Cause all the pressure's lifted. And as the walls receive, can't believe how far I drifted. And to all the fact that I truly apologize. And now I accept the pain I brought into your life. We only have one life, so make the most of it. Even though the sky is falling, you know we'll get through it. This is your girl Cardi B. This, this is Jesse Drake. Your number one, number one songwriters association podcast. Welcome back, and I'm your host Steve Lane, and my guest is Jack Foreman, president of Bicoastal Productions. Jack, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast, and thank you for the knowledge and the time that you've taken out on your busy schedule to speak with us today. We really thank you for uh, being on our podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jack Foreman. And if you are a songwriter or artist would like your songs played on Florida Songwriters Association podcast, please send your songs to IndieSongs at FLSW.org. Florida Songwriters Association podcast episode six will be with Mr. Willie Stewart, musician and director who has toured with Inner Circle, Byron Lee and the Dragoneers and Third World, just to name a few. We will discuss the reggae music scene. I want to thank you for listening to Florida Songwriters Association podcast, and please be safe and wear your mask to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Thank you.